everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host of Everything My Life. Hey guys, it is me and I have a better sound system going on. It probably doesn't sound any better in here as the end, but I got these cool little soundproof shields, I believe they are, and it will cancel out the background noise because especially for my editor, he's always on my dick about my fucking audio in the background because he has to like edit all that out, which is extra work. I get it. I understand. So hopefully this is better for him and maybe for you guys because ears are so sensitive. So, and if you guys don't have sensitive ears, that's okay. Um, but yeah, um, this is another listener tales. I'm super excited. We actually have a part two of the story that the gentleman from last week's episode has emailed me another updates, details, and um, a second story, actually, and I would feel so fucking rude if I didn't read it. So I'm going to read that one, and then we also have another surprise one that I randomly picked out. And just letting you guys know, your story will be told, okay? I just randomly pick out of a hat like a fucking nerd because... I can't decide, and I want to be surprised just as much as you guys, so I normally don't just, like, go and read all the- I don't go and pre-read all the stories. I want to be just as surprised as you guys, so trust me when I tell you guys this, I do not pre-read them, so this is raw, raw, raw emotion, okay? So, um, yeah, I'm surprised just like you guys. Um, let's see, what else do I have to tell you guys? Oh, please don't send in your fight videos and your fight stories as a listener tales because I am not sharing that and I'm not posting. I've received like five of those. Please, please, I, I'm begging you guys, don't send in stories like that. I'm, as much as I love for you guys to, I don't condone fighting actually. <laughs> I just think it was funny because... I open my DMs and here's a fight video, here's another one, and here's like a background. And I'm like, okay, you guys, let's not share our fight stories on here. That's not what I mean by listener tales. I mean like a freaking crazy story like you almost got kidnapped by a serial killer. I mean, that. I mean, I would never want you guys to have that experience, but I also wouldn't want a story like that. If you guys have a story like that, just tell me. That sounds so fucking mean, but... I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm just saying stories that are kind of like that or you got followed home, you got in a car crash, you you almost died, but you came back from the dirt, you reincarnated. Like something just so out of the ordinary, so crazy, so like sad, so like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next kind of story, you know? I don't want a fighting video, nor the fighting story. I'm... <laughs> As much as I appreciate the detail in your stories, <laughs> please don't send them in, okay? Um, okay, I think that's all the updates. Oh, no, 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 okay, I'm gaslighting you guys because I actually have some pretty, not cool updates for you guys, but I guess for my editor and I, I think we're, we think it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start doing... Oh my god, why? Oh my gosh, why am I stuttering? I'm going to start doing this thing my every... Last of the month, I'm going to post, like, bloopers, out, like, slash outtakes, like, stuff you guys don't hear because there's stuff I say that I don't 
add into the episode. So I feel like it'd be really funny and that could be like a burp, a mispronunciation because I'm I'm so illiterate, you guys. I can never pronounce words. Um, Stuff I say wrong. Well, that's kind of like in the mispronunciation. Um, What else? Just like some crazy stuff I say, some dad jokes. I always say dad, like dad jokes, but my editor takes them out because he doesn't think I'm cool <laughs> um, or funny, actually. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, yeah, so that will be every last of the month, and I think it would be so funny. You guys can actually see, like, what I take out and, like, why I took it out, you know, I guess. I don't know. I think it would be a cool idea. I think it would be a good laugh. I mean, for me personally, it would be a good laugh, maybe for my editor, too. But he already pre-hears, like, all the audio before you guys get to actually hear everything and I get to finalize. So it's like, we hear it and, yeah. Anyways, and I'm I'm sidetracked. It's not even that funny anymore. I don't know why I'm still bab- blabbering along. Um, I'm still getting used to, also, my voice. Um, I make fun of my voice all the time and I think it's so cringy when my, people I know listen to my podcast. Um, maybe that's just me overthinking, but when I hear people, like, actually listen to my podcast, I get so awkward. I'm like, stop, don't talk about it, don't talk about it. <laughs> um, so I'm just getting used to it. I mean, it's a, it's a new thing for me, and it's really out of my comfort zone, and I enjoy podcasts. I enjoy listening to podcasts. I enjoy making content for a podcast, and we actually hit 11K on my first episode, which you guys probably don't think is a lot, but as someone who just started not even a month ago, that's a lot for me, and I could see that, like, my episodes are going further and further out of the country, and it's so cool. It just landed in Turkey now. No, I truly appreciate, like, it being out of the country. Like, I have so many people from different countries listening, and the fact that it's already has expanded the way it has is absolutely so... I don't know how to, know, I don't know how to feel. Like, I really don't know how to feel. Like, I'm trying to explain how I feel, but I suck at expressing maybe, like, people who are listening to, but... um yeah, I think it's so cool. Um, we are slowly growing. I mean, I for me personally, I feel like we're growing. I mean, 11K within a month, that's a lot for me, you know, for someone who just started out. Um, again, from where I'm from, I just don't feel like there's a lot of podcasters. Maybe in the other bigger cities, but where I'm at personally, I just don't feel like podcasting is a huge thing here, you know? So um, where I live, I think it's pretty cool that, you know, I'm podcasting. I don't know. I guess, I guess I, I'm just living in a fantasy world. Let me, let me live a little bit. Um, but yeah, so I'm pretty excited. Uh, is there any more updates I need to give you guys? Um, I do apologize for not having an episode out last Monday, uh, last Monday. I believe it was a couple of days ago. Monday. Yes. Okay. Yes. Monday. Um, I won't have a video out. Um, the week is so busy for me, but this will come out on Friday because I really love doing a listener to tales and I really enjoy you guys sending in stories. Continue to send your stories in because I truly appreciate it. It makes my life easier when I go and record so I can just pick two and share and move on, you know? Um, like I said, I'm still trying to figure out the schedule thing. I'm trying to post Mondays and Fridays, but it does a lot because I do work a full-time job and I do have a side side job as well so and this is a side job as well so I have three little things going on in my life and I just want you guys to know I'm going to try my best to post twice a week but 
when I'm trying to do this, my full-time job, and then also try to help my dad and his work, it's, it's a lot. So please just bear with me. I am trying, okay? Um, but yeah, so I don't believe I have any more updates for anybody. Um, well, not anybody, but like for you guys, I don't think I have any more updates. Um, oh, if people who want to be in my podcast, just DM me too. Um, I know a lot of people have already reached out, but I just want to clarify when I have a date and I tell you guys like, Hey, I need you this day at this time. That's because that's, that is my deadline. I need you guys there right there and then, or, you know, I have to come up with like another thing. So I've been pre-recording backups, but that's only when I don't have any content or any ideas. So I'll just post those. So there will be sometimes where Mondays it will be with the guest or sometimes it will just be me talking. Um, so please, if you guys do want to be on here, please just like tell me like couple days in advance you can't do it so I can have the next person come in because I really need it to be consistent on my schedule and obviously I'm very um I'm very understanding with people's schedule I'm not trying to force them to be on my show either but when you guys do want to be in my show I I really do have high expectations for you guys to be at a (laughs) where I'm filming at a specific date so I truly truly really need you guys to like be there. Be there or be square. Okay, you guys, let's get into the story of the gentleman from the last episode. He had the second story that was extremely sad and heartbreaking. That that story still sits with me till like this very day. It's barely been a week and I still think about it. It's just really sad. Okay. Um, okay. Let's just get into it. So it says, hello, it's me again. I'm ready to tell my second story, but before I do that, let me do a little recap of what happened after the car crash that I didn't mention on my other story and I should have included, so sorry about that. Um, It's all good. Trust me, I do appreciate the apology, but you don't have to apologize, I promise. Okay, so it says, so let's begin when we are, okay, so this is like, this is part of the other details of the second story so please understand that okay so let's begin when we were in the ambulance right before we took off a paramedic opens the door and tells me are you the baby's father and I said yes he then said we'll be taking your son to the hospital we need mom or dad to come with us as you the listener already know my wife was in no condition to go anywhere I was heartbroken to have to leave my wife but my son is my life as well I go with my son in a different ambulance. We get to the hospital. They take my son and me to get checked on. I continuously ask if my wife is okay, but they have no idea who I was talking about. I start to lose my patience. By this time, my mother has already been informed of the situation, so she arrives. I tell her, stay with my son, and I'll look for my wife. So I take off everything that was connected to me and get up and start to look everywhere in in every room. I start making a big commotion, yelling, Everyone, where is my wife? And he put that in all caps, by the way. But I'm not going to yell it because I don't want to hurt you guys' ears. Uh, Finally, one person says it could be the Jane Doe we have downstairs. I'll take you to her. So I fell into about three floors down into a bright big room where I see her laying down with tubes coming out of her mouth and nose. She was alive, but in a coma. I ran to her crying again. No one should have to see their loved ones like this fighting for their lives. I held her hand and told her everything will be okay and that I loved her. 
and I won't leave her side. Okay, even the doctor noticed when I was there. He then says, yes, keep talking to her. Have faith in that she will wake up. I asked her how long she'll be like this. He answers, it's different for everyone. It all depends on the person and how strong they are and their will to live. And it helps when someone talks to them. So for three days and three nights, I stayed by her side. I would take small naps, but would wake up and hope she was awake. But no, she was still there asleep, trapped in her dreams. So I would talk to her, tell her your son needs you. I need you. Please wake up. Be the strong woman I know you are. Wake up, please, baby. Please wake up. Then I did something I haven't done in a year. I don't know why this thought just came to my head. I got down on my knees. I started to pray every night for those three nights. So I fall asleep again after the third night. It was late, about almost four in the morning, maybe around seven, actually. I feel something moving. It's her. She's awake, but she's freaking out because of all the tubes she has in her. I call the doctor, and they quickly come and remove the tubes. Of course, as gently as they possibly can with her moving around all in a panic mode. I stand up, grabbed her hand, and tell her to calm down, so she does. The tubes come out, and she pukes a little. She was a little dizzy and confused on why she was in the hospital. She didn't remember anything, but of course she wouldn't. We ended up staying a few more nights. She recovered, and I took her home with me. This was my happy ever after. Oh, okay. So there's the background story and other background details with that second story and this story definitely had a happy ever after and I'm so happy that you guys are okay and she's okay and again that story still stick with, sticks with me until this very day. Okay so we're gonna move into a second story and we are gonna title this my second encounter with a spirit because this is what the beginning said okay. So getting along into a story. So on to my second story and my encounter with the second spirit. Two years have gone by and again I'm getting in depth with the story as it will make sense later on. Guys again I do respect you guys going in depth with stories because it makes the story more like, um, how do I explain it, less confusing and more like oh, okay so you know just like oh, okay now that makes sense like you guys know what I mean it just makes sense when you guys put more in-depth detail, so I appreciate you guys doing more in-depth detail, please. Okay, and then he says, let's just say things were not as happily ever after as I thought they were after the incident. We were arguing so much, she was not happy. Um, okay, so this is kind of like, I guess you could say this like a part two of the story, like the aftermath. Okay, you guys? Okay, so he does start out by saying, let's just say things were not as happily ever after as I thought they were after the incident. We started arguing so much that she was not happy where she was. You see, I moved her into my hometown after her brush with death. All she wanted to do was move back to her hometown where her family lived, and I would say no. We have everything here, our home, a great job. Why would I leave all that? I worked so hard for all this. I won't leave all this behind just because you want to go. I didn't understand her after so many months of arguing. But one day, I get up for work, I spend the whole day not talking to her, but no matter what, she would always call me mad or not on my lunch. So May 25th, 2008, she leaves me. She secretly had gotten everything ready, bought a plane ticket to go back to her hometown, and took my two-year-old son with her. To me, it was strange not getting a call from her, so I call her, no answer. I call again, nothing. So I was worried. I called my father, as it was his day off from work, to go check on my wife and son. He goes... Then I get his call. That's when he breaks the news to me. He tells me, son, 
she's gone. I ask my father what he means and stop with his jokes. He then says, I am not joking, son. She left a note here explaining why she left. I asked my boss if I could go home as I don't feel good, but a little white lie. I get home rushing to find the note, hoping it was a joke from my father. He had the note, but before I read it, I searched the house. Almost all her important stuff was gone. Her clothes, my son's clothes, were almost all gone. I couldn't believe it. She really did leave me. I'm sure you guys would like to know what the note said, so I'll have the person reading this read it to you guys. Dude, I love the details. This is what I, this is what I mean, you guys. Really, just give me the details, because we need background stories to make sure well, not to make sure, but to understand why things led the way they did and why things happened the way they did, you know? Okay, so really provide a lot of details in your guys' story that you guys sent in. So this is what the note said, you guys. Dear Blank, please don't be mad at me for doing this. You mean the world to me, but I'm not happy here in this place, in this town, in this home. The love will never change, but I need my family, my mom, my sisters. Living so far away from them has made me feel so depressed and alone. I'm so tired of feeling this way. So I decided to go back home. I know you're happy there in your hometown. You have accomplished so many things at a young age. You have a great high paying job, so you bought a home in your dream car. So I said nothing about my plans on leaving. I didn't want it to end like this, but you were not listening to me. I love you with all my heart and soul, baby. I'm sorry. I'm doing this to you. I'm crying as I write this because you are my love, my everything. But I just can't stand being so far away from my family. So I leave you with two choices. Number one, come to me, sell everything, and come to us. Me and your son will be waiting for you here. If you truly love us, like you say you do, come to us. Or number two, if you love your job, your lifestyle more, I will understand because like I said, you work so hard to get to the top, so hard to provide for me and your son. I love you forever no matter what choice you make. Sincerely, the love of your life. Please come back to us. As I read the letter, my heart broke. I couldn't believe she did this, but at the moment, I've already made up my mind. Let me tell you guys, I'm sure most of you already know that if you love someone with all your heart, there's an ultimatum put in front of you like this. In the moment, nothing else will matter except the way you feel. You will know your decision at the precise moment of your course. I choose her and my son. I put my house for sale. I had the realtor handle everything. A week later, I quit my job and went home and packed everything I could fit into my car, mostly all my clothes, and headed to her hometown. I'll mention some highways and towns along the way that I stopped in. So I took off driving in Highway 93. As I get into the 93, I see an all-black Mustang. Must have been a 2005. I was really into that type of car at the time, so he gets really close to me and revs his engine, so I'm young and stupid, and I took it as a challenge. And oh yeah! I was such a big fan of Fast and Furious, so I hit the gas. I swear we were both going about over 120 miles per hour. I know, I know, I was being stupid. After what had happened to me in the past, I feared I should know not to be spending or doing anything dumb like this. But again, I was young. So we were racing and going at the speed we were going. I was wasting a lot of gas, so my first stop that was supposed to be five hours to get to was cut in half. It only took me two hours and 30 minutes. Damn, you must have been going hella fast. That's crazy. You really cut down your time. Um, back to the story. Sorry, that threw me for a loop. So I pull up to the gas station. Right behind me was the black Mustang, but he just parks there. The first round goes to me. I had won the race, but I was so but I was confused as why he was not pumping gas. I had mine just below half a tank. I go pay for my gas. I walk outside to pump gas, and what do I see? This beautiful black dog, like 
it was medium size not too big but not too small don't know what kind of dog all i knew it was really cute beautiful shiny black hair all black dog so of course i pet it as i'm pumping my gas and i start looking for his owner i pick it up and start walking around and asking people in the gas station if this was their dog everyone said no I go up to my car, remove the pump, close the gas, stared at the dog. I started feeling bad. He became attached to me, so I ended up putting him down on the floor. I proceeded to get in my car, and the dog comes straight to my door and just looks at me, all sad. I say to myself, I could not just leave him, so I opened my door and said, Come here, boy. He seemed to understand. He jumped in my car, happily wagging his tail, and gives me a little bark, kind of symbolizing to, let's go. I look up, and the black Mustang was gone for the moment. As I pull out and get back into Highway 93, the Mustang pulls next to me again and revs his engine. So I think, as I was busy, he must have gone to the gas station across from the one I was in. So I'm like, okay, ready for round two. Let's do this. We hooked our horns three times on the third. We hit up. We go again with me on the front. As we were driving as fast as we're going, normally from Wales to Twin Falls, it's about two hours. I decided to make a stop in Twin Falls as I was getting hungry. And again, round two goes to me. <laughs> Slay. I pull up to get food, and since I'm already there, I decided to just fill up the gas again. And then again, the black Mustang pulls up, waiting for me. I start finding it a little weird that he's not putting any gas in his car, even though I didn't see him. I don't know if he put gas in his car on the last stop that we stopped at. So the, this continues throughout the day as I get into a new highway, the 84. We pass all the small little towns, Bliss, Glens Ferry, Hamlet, Mountain Home, all the way to Boise. Things start to get weird again. I do my route of pumping gas and get a little bit of food. And also on these stops, I was making sure to feed the dog beef jerky and he was a great company to have. As I pump gas, I see the black Mustang park again, but this time a little closer. He kept revving his engine like he could wait to race, like he couldn't wait to race again. But I didn't get it. I kept beating him, and how is he going the same way as me? As I asked myself. Anyways, I get ready and take off again. We pass more towns as we sped down this new Highway 84. Sound, Hollow, Ontario, Hamilton, Dixie. Whether by Baker City, North Powder, La Grande. As I leave La Grande, things start getting weird. It's the middle of the night. I'm still racing him at this point. I'm really sick and tired of him, so I'm trying to get as far as possible from him, not realizing that I was going so fast for so long, that my tires were so dull, the wires were sticking out. Oh my goodness. So I asked myself, how can I get away from this guy? I thought my car was faster, but now I come to find out this whole time he was messing with me, making me think that my car was faster, making me think that I won. So I don't know where this fog came, but it just hit the highway and I could not see anything in front of me. The lights were not helping at all. I was going pretty fast. All of a sudden, I was going super slow. The car pulls up next to me again, revs his engine again, and hits the gas into the fog. He goes and the only thing I see is a red tail light disappearing into the distance. I start to freak out. The dog wouldn't stop barking. My whole ride from La Grande to Pendleton. Here I opened my window. I started to pray because things didn't feel right. I was scared. So I started to ask myself, did I push my luck on the road? Especially with the sharp twist and turns, I felt so lost. I pray and pray and the dog would not stop barking. So all of a sudden, I see a bright light 
It was a semi, a huge semi with lots of lights. Everyone, till this day, I have never seen another semi that big. I got behind the semi and oh man, when I say that my prayers have been answered in the form of the semi, do I mean it. I'm so glad he pulled up out of nowhere. He saved me, so finally get to Pendleton. The fog clears, I stop at the first gas station I see. I'm so happy I go into the gas station to pay for more gas. I ask the clerk how far I am from my destination. He tells me about an hour. And I tell him about the crazy fog that's literally just in the exit of the highway, just a couple feet from where you could see it clearly, I step outside. And in this town that I was in, they pumped gas for you. By the time I come out, the guy has already finished pumping. I get in my car and I realize that the dog wasn't inside anymore. I look around, ask the guy, have you seen my dog that was in the passenger seat? He answered, no man, I didn't see no dog, but your friend looked super creepy. I just got the chills. Oh, you guys. Oh my god, <laughs> that just spooked me. Oh my gosh, imagine the gas guy pumping your gas and saying, no, no, but I saw a creepy man. Oh god, okay. Anyways, super creepy. I then asked him, what do you mean, my friend? And the guy goes, yeah, the guy that was sitting in your passenger seat wearing all black with a hat. I told him that I'm traveling alone. He said, yeah, man. He got out of the car, closed the door, looked at me and said, I'll be heading that way with a really deep voice. Oh my god! What the fuck? Oh, holy shit. Okay. Uh, it creeped me out, man. So I asked him which way did he go and he pointed towards the fog. I got the chills and I couldn't believe it. I got in my car and drove the last hour to my destination. I made it home safe, but I kept thinking to myself, who's the man who got out of my car? What happened to the dog? What's the dog? The man? So many unanswered questions. I was also thinking when I was driving, was I driving with a spirit this whole time? Really made me also think when I picked him up and I was asking people if this was their dog. I remember a lot of them saying that the dog I was holding, nobody said anything. I then asked myself again, could it have been the same guy that saved my life two years ago in dog form? But I know I wouldn't get into a bad situation. I don't know. All I know is this world is full of mysteries and unanswered questions. Alright, that's very true, but also very creepy that you picked up a dog, so you're racing this black Mustang, and then the black Mustang kept following you, and that dog was with you, and then all of a sudden, a creepy guy comes out and talks to the guy pumping your gas and says, Alright, I'm heading out. Like, what? Like, what the fuck? Like, what the actual fuck is going on here? Um, he has, uh, he has a little more to say. Hold on. And for those who are wondering, I got to my wife and son. Got a new job. We even have a new baby. I couldn't love my family more than I ever have. Thank you for listening to my stories. And... For the person reading this, thank you for telling my story. This is goodbye. Oh, well, I'm so glad your story had a happy ending. You have a new baby all the way. You and your wife are great and alive, healthy. So that is amazing. Um, I'm still trying to figure out who the fuck you picked up. Like, <laughs> but like, also, have you guys like heard of those like conspiracy theories of like, you know, the men in black? Oh, I'm getting chills again. I can't talk about men in black because people say like, um, people say, like, the men in black is, like, um, undercover, like, spirits, I guess you would say, like, devil, oh, god, I can't, I can't, I can't talk about that stuff, I get the creeps, this, that's too creepy, I'm, I'm literally, 
film this late at night by myself, so I need to stop. <laughs> but that made me think of like the men in black, you know? Oh god. Oh, I got I'm really creeped out right now. Like I just heard something fall, but <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um so I think a lesson learned from these both these stories is to always hug your loved ones. Um there is a good and evil in this world. But anyways, that was the story of the unknown second spirit encounter. So um, I kind of just butchered the title because I forgot what I said earlier because this recording is about 40 minutes long. So and it was just me rambling half the time of me talking. So, OK, so this next story is like two stories in one, but they're very short. So I'm going to label. Well, not label. Sorry, I'm going to title this story Expect the Unexpected because there's no title. And also, you guys, when you guys send in, like, listener tales, please put a title. If you don't, it's not the end of the world. I can put it for you. Um, but I just feel like it makes, like, the story, like, like you, like people are like, oh, this is going to be a good story, you know? You guys know what I mean? Okay. Anyways. Um, so this is the first little story. So my first girlfriend, I was also her first, kept it a secret that she was gay. Only her best friend and I knew about her and I dating. And then five months, she put in all caps, into the relationship, she told me she was straight. Oh, that's like a stab in the chest. Oh no, you poor thing. What is wrong with people? Just say no in the beginning. Don't lead people on. Don't do that. That's... And if you're confused, I get it. I understand. It's very hard to know what you are in this world. But please don't hurt other people in, like, in the meantime. Like, <laughs> I feel so bad for this person. That's so sad. Um, okay, transitioning into the next story. Um, it says, this girl I was dating for a week. And she put in caps, a fucking week, told me she wasn't in the mental state to be in a relationship, which I respected, and we remained friends after that. So she would still text me, and she told me, in all caps, y'all, about another fucking girl and how they were talking. Oh, girl, 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 girl. That's all I'm going to say. Literally days after we broke up because she wasn't in the state to be in a relationship. Keep in mind, guys, she's putting this in all caps, but I don't want to continuously yell in your guys' ears. Like, what the fuck? But, you know, it's okay, though. She was ugly as fucking weird anyways. <laughs> Stop. No. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I was expecting unexpected because I was not expecting that last part. <laughs> um, well, that was her stories. Um, like I said, it was really short. It's a short one. But let me just let me just tell y'all, if you are confused, that's okay. I don't expect people to know what they are. But please don't hurt people along the way. And if you feel like you're not ready for a relationship, just be able to say it. Don't leave people on. It hurts them in the long run because they're, you know, they're expecting, like, this big relationship. Please just please 
just be fucking honest, okay? I'm gonna be blunt here. Be fucking honest. Don't don't do that. Don't fucking do that. Um, but if you're gonna tell somebody after you guys were just dating, oh yeah, I'm talking to somebody else. Don't expect people to be nice to you after that, cause I lost respect. So I get it, I get it. All right, that was this listener tells part two. Um, I really like doing these listener tells. I feel like your guys' stories you guys send in are super interesting. And again, I have received a couple more. Um, but again, I don't want to share your guys' fighting videos. Please don't do that. I'm not even going to waste my time reading it. Sorry. I know it sounds fucking rude, but I'm a Gemini. What do you expect? <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, please, again, and you guys wouldn't get send in stories, just put in depth details. I mean, like this gentleman did, he put so much detail and that's what I like. So you guys are not confused and you guys understand the background story and the key points and the main, you know, concept, I guess you could say. I don't know. I'm not really good with my words. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm going to act like I'm all professional. You know, I start using like dictionary words. I'm like, what the fuck? That doesn't make no sense, Aaliyah. No sense. What are you trying to say? <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think I even had an intro to this episode because I don't know. I just cringe at myself. I just think I'm just so cringy, you guys. You guys don't understand how cringy I am. I just feel cringy. I, see, here I am about, I'm like, oh, positivity. Don't be hard on yourself. And then here's me. I'm like, mm, I don't like people listening that I know. <laughs> God, it's so embarrassing to me. I don't know why. Anyways, I'll get out of the zone soon, but I started, I feel like I'm starting to get more comfortable with, like, talking to you guys, because I don't actually know who happy you guys are, and it makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> Feels like this is a diary for me, y'all, but, um, no, I love sharing stories, though, you guys, I really love sharing guys' stories. Please send them in, send, send, send. My email is everythingthatliesatgmail.com, um, my Instagram, my social media is YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, I believe I have now, <laughs> so I'm like a fucking nerd, um, and TikTok, yes, TikTok, everything that lies. Anyways, I'm going to buy my fucking life and end this episode on a good note. You guys have a great, wonderful weekend, and stay safe, party hardy, and um, get a DD. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> my life advice. <laughs> Stop, I need to study to end this, bro. <laughs> so stupid. Um, anyways, I'm going to seriously buy my life now and, um, end this episode, but you guys have a great weekend. Stay safe. Stay queer. <laughs> you guys, I can't end this. I'm just too funny. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I'm going to end this episode. I just find myself funny. I'm pretty sure my bestie Leticia is laughing. Oh yeah. Shout out to her. I'm shouting you out. Hey bestie. That's my bestie. I love her. Okay, I gotta get to the fucking- I gotta end this. Okay, thanks for- thanks for listening, you guys, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. See ya!